everyone, and welcome to the Como Factor podcast. I'm Sonal Trevetti. And I'm Christine Strobush. Change is hard. Transformative change can feel overwhelming and out of reach. When you use the Como Factor as your guide, you will discover that you can accomplish more than you ever thought possible. Join us on this journey as we discuss real-life personal and professional transformation stories to inspire you to take action and achieve true transformation with sustainable results. For those of you that are new to our podcast, this week we're continuing where we left off in the mini-series that deals with our experience from being laid off to launching our own business in 25 days. In our last episode, we discussed the importance of having a meaningful mindset. Now today, we live in a world filled with over 7.8 billion people. With that many people, it is sad to think that there are so many who view themselves as just ordinary rather than the extraordinary people that they are. On this episode, we will talk about embracing our one-of-a-kind selves because we believe that everyone is one-of-a-kind and that our lives will be more fulfilling when we embrace what makes each of us unique. Now, all of this applies to individuals as well as business organizations. Each of us were created with unique gifts, talents, passions, and capabilities. So, Sonal, how would you define being one of a kind. Christine, I believe the dictionary defines it as a person or thing that is not like any other person or thing. It basically means that the object of the description is unique. And other synonyms would include the only one, the opposite of common, out of ordinary, singular, unmatched, There is basically only one like it in the whole world. Take, for example, snowflakes or fingerprints, or even you and me as individuals. There aren't identical snowflakes, fingerprints, or people, right? Unless you have a clone, of course. (laughs) I I could use a clone. There are days (laughs) when I I would love to have a clone. Indeed. So, Christine, let me ask you a question. If you're out at an event, a gathering, or even just in a room full of people, what catches your attention? Everyone being the same or someone being different? Okay. So first of all, if we're at an event and it's a room full of people and it's people that I don't know, being the introvert that I am, I got to really prepare myself uh, to be expressive and to essentially kind of fake being an extrovert. Um, but as to your question about what would I notice, of course, I'm going to, I'm going to notice the person or, or people that, that stand out from the crowd that are different. Exactly. And it's very much like the problem with following the crowd. You can only go as far as, as the crowd. Now, Christine, having known you for over a decade, I know and admire so many things about you that make you one of a kind and unique. Are there any stories that you can share about an experience that you've had where you've had to embrace your uniqueness? And I know it's got to be very difficult because there's so many things to choose from, but uh, 
tell us, tell us the story. Well, you know, I, I love telling a, a good story, but before I do, I've got to sort of break the ice here with a humor moment. So what do you think? Should we do a humor moment? Absolutely. You know how much I love our humor moments. Okay. So, so building on this whole idea of uniqueness and one of a kind, I'll ask you and to our listeners, how can you differentiate male ants from female ants? Is that a trick question, Christine? Not a trick question. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't know. Is it their size? It's a it's a good guess, right? You look at all these ants and you think it must be uh, it must be their size, but uh, actually, that's not quite right because we all know that ants are female; otherwise, they would be called uncles. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. You know, I I thought it was a little cheesy, but kind of funny. So um, anyway, you asked for a story and, and I love telling these stories. So let me get on with it. In the not so distant past, I had the distinct pleasure of making a presentation about a business transformation program to hundreds of senior leaders within a global organization. The goal of the presentation was to inspire the leadership to pick up their torch and lead the transformation for their respective organizations. You see, obviously, our goal was to succeed, but we also knew that 70% of company transformations fail. In order to succeed, and this applies to, to any scenario, you need the leadership team on board and rowing in the same direction towards the goal. So if that leadership team are not in the same boat or they don't have an oar or maybe some of the folks don't know how to use an oar or they're not rowing in the same direction, then you're never going to reach your goal. So anyway, I spent many days and sleepless nights, to be honest, reflecting on the best way to deliver an inspirational speech that would really get these leaders inspired in some kind of a unique and a one-of-a-kind one of way. In the end, I decided to turn the transformation upside down. And what I mean by that is rather than taking a top-down approach and talking about all of the work streams or the programs or the projects or even the financials that were underway, I decided to inspire the leaders by telling the story of transformation from one employee's point of view. Taking a page out of Donald Miller's story brand framework, that employee became the hero of the story and the hero's journey was the transformation that he was experiencing within the company. To my knowledge, this approach had never been used before, especially in a senior leadership setting such as this. And Sonal, do you remember what happened after I kind of took a risk and embraced my uniqueness and used this one-of-a-kind strategy in the senior leadership setting? Christine, of course I do, because, well, I was there for that meeting and I literally had a front row seat. What you did was you captured the hearts and minds of the people that were there. It was incredibly impactful. I saw grown men come up to you in tears after your presentation, 
telling you how much you had moved them and inspired them. So thanks for sharing that, Christine. And it really is remarkable how many leaders are afraid to step out of their comfort zone as you did, to take a chance and tell their story in front of a large crowd like that from an employee's perspective. I love it. And that brings me to our next point. There's always so much pressure around us in terms of how we're expected to act. To be authentic and happy, we have to embrace what makes us one of a kind, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And when we do that, we genuinely start to grow and we also start to expand. So many of us are caught in a job that we don't like or stuck in relationships because we feel as though others will not accept us for who we are. And we have to realize that once one takes responsibility for who one is and what makes them one of a kind, they can surround themselves with people like you and I and an environment that values those unique qualities about them. Yeah, I I I fully agree with you, Sonal, and I and I do think that that we're setting this up with with the Como group and creating this world and this this culture that really embraces our uniqueness and and our one of a kind, which is the coma factor. Exactly. And so for our listeners, you know, out there, if you embrace what makes you one of a kind, you can begin to rewrite your own story in any way that you choose and like. Did you know that according to the U.S. Small Business Association, small businesses account for about 44% of U.S. economic activity? Are you one of these small businesses? According to a recent U.S. Chamber of Commerce survey, 58% of small business owners say that they are worried about closing their business permanently due to the global pandemic. Companies big and small that survive and thrive in these unprecedented times are those who can effectively adapt and embrace change, meaning they need to transform. Given the current climate, you may think it difficult or even impossible to achieve true transformation and sustainable results for your business. After all, business transformation is multifaceted and involves strategically changing your people, culture, processes, and technologies. When you are struggling to survive, the thought of implementing major change can feel overwhelming and out of reach. At the Como Group, we are here to help and to serve you to grow your business through transformation. We are transformation practitioners who have over 40 years of combined experience in personal and professional transformation. With mindfulness and compassion, we show and we help leaders like you to transform themselves, their businesses, and their lives. The time for true transformation is now. We have helped other small to mid-sized businesses to grow this year, and we would be delighted to help your business transform and grow too. Connect with us now at thecomofactor.com and schedule your free consultation. Once you develop what makes you one of a kind, you can also leave a footprint or legacy that others will remember just the way that you did with that crowd, Christine. Yeah. 
I agree with you, Sonal. And I, I think that's a nice way for us to pivot into, you know, talking a little bit. Let's have a conversation about what makes us one of a kind. And we're doing this here. We would we would encourage our listeners, you know, to really think about what are those things that that truly make you one of a kind. So Sonal, why don't we start with you and uh, why don't you share with uh, with our listeners what are the three things that you think make you one of a kind? Wow, that's tough. And you know, I don't like talking about myself <laughs> so much. But if I had to pick just a handful, um, maybe I would start first with having a circular vision. And I choose that because I think many leaders struggle because their linear vision gets in the way. They have a strong need to control situations instead of activating those that are around them to achieve desired outcomes. And for me, I have a unique gift where I'm able to have situational awareness, whether it's in a personal or professional situation. Being able to see what's happening around me from the inside, outside, and from different angles is really crucial. And I believe one really needs to look beyond what's immediately at hand. For example, let's say I was asked to cut my budget in half for my organization, which, by the way, as you know, has really happened. Rather than just accept the mandate, as many other leaders did, I looked beyond to see if there may be other solutions as deferring a project that may not have as much short-term or strategic impact. Alternatively, it could also be that I know of another colleague in a different organization who may need the talent that I have, and maybe I reach out to, to that individual to see if I could shift um, the individuals in my organization uh, to them so that way they could effectively utilize the resources and talent of our organization instead of having a linear focus on simply cutting the budget in half. And then I would say um, being courageous. I've had, like many people, several setbacks and hurdles in my life, but somehow I always managed to pick myself up and keep trying. And again, this mindset came from watching my mother always confront things head on. And then when I became a mother myself, of course, I wanted to set the best example I could for my children. And it goes without saying that in life, obstacles and challenges must be overcome in order for each of us to really grow. But the key is to have the courage to say, I see that this obstacle is in front of me and I must cross over it. And if I don't pass over it, it's going to feel like a mountain right in front of me. So always have the courage to tell yourself you can do it. And that's what I've learned to do over time. And last, I would say, you know, I'm an incredibly passionate person. I truly care about what I do and how I do it. Again, you know, my parents were a big influence here as I watched both of them give 100% to everything they did. And growing up, whether it was spending time with us, going to work or having friends over, they always gave it their very all to every situation and circumstance that they were presented with. And I really think that passion draws on an individual's core strengths, which in turn increases how vested you, know, you become. 
And each and every one of us has passion to build on. However, many of us seldom stop to think about what we're passionate about. So I would say passion, you know. And I don't know if you've heard this quote, Christine, but there's a quote by Victoria Morin that I want to share with you and our listeners. And it goes like this. If you celebrate your differentness, the world will too. It believes exactly what you tell it through, the words you use to describe yourself, the actions you take to care for yourself, and the choices that you make to express yourself. So tell the world you're one of a kind creation who came here to experience wonder and spread joy and expect to be accommodated. I really do appreciate and embrace the qualities that make me one of a kind. And it wasn't always so. Um, you know, it took a lot of time for me and I had to learn how to do that over the years. But I have to say that I also appreciate those unique qualities in others like yourself. Yeah. So I think um, I like the three that you've uh, that you've called out. Um, I will say as your as your promise partner, I am. Um, I see, uh, I see two more, obviously you have, you have many, but two more for me that stand out are, um, your, your intuition. I think you are <laughs> probably one of the most, uh, intuitive people that, uh, that I know. And, uh, and I know, you know, you, you can read a room and, uh, and read, you know, someone's body language and really empathize and connect with how they're feeling probably better than anybody else that I know. And I think that's, uh, that, that just demonstrates, also such a high, high emotional, uh, intelligence that you've, uh, that you've got. Um, so that stands out for me. And then the other one also is your generosity. Um, you are, uh, you are a very generous giver. You're a very cheerful giver. Um, you love to shower the people that you love with, uh, with gifts. And I think your, your life and your actions really, really demonstrate that. Thanks, Christine. That means a lot coming from you. So what about you? I mean, I, I know all the things that make you one of a kind, but from your perspective, what do you think those unique qualities are about you? Okay. Again, this is a, it's been an interesting exercise to, uh, you know, to share these stories and encourage you, our listeners, um, to do the same thing and this kind of reflection. So uh, for me to, to think about what are those three things? So, so first off, uh, I'm a leader who is proud of being female. Uh, I spent more than 20 years climbing up the corporate ladder, so to speak. And I did that in very heavily male dominated environments. And I decided very early on that I was not going to try to be a man to be able to climb this ladder. I was going to be myself and embrace my natural feminine style and I'll tell you, I learned how to effectively influence those around me using my own one-of-a-kind way. And uh, I was able to diffuse some conflict-filled situations where, uh, let's just say, other men were, were unable to do so. And it's not, uh, one is not better than the other. They're just unique. And we need to embrace that and celebrate that. Um, secondly, I embrace being different from the crowds. I like to be different, um, whether it's, uh, you know, studying and living abroad. I did that three times. Um, I love to live out my own personal style. Personally, I don't follow 
certain brands. That's not what, uh, that's, that's really just not my style. I look at what I love and that's what I go for. And it doesn't have a, a specific brand or label to it. Um, I lean in and I seek change and I do what I enjoy regardless if others are doing it. Um, and on the, on the topic of change, you know what they say about change, right? People fall into three different camps. There are those who lead change. There are those who accept change and those who resist change and eventually look around and ask themselves, wow, what changed? And I like to believe that I'm in that, I'm in that first camp. And I think, um, this journey, Sonal, that you and I've been on with starting our own business, uh, 25 days after being laid off from our, um, successful jobs, um, is just a testament to the fact that we practice what we preach and we live this. Um, so anyway, that's number two and last, but certainly not least, uh, for me, I'm a Christian woman and I try to love others well, both through my words and through my actions. Just like that song from Luminate uh, called Love is Loud, I try to make my love for others loud in all that I do. I give people the benefit of the doubt, I think far more than than most people would. Um, And while I'm far from perfect, I believe that my ability to forgive and forget is pretty huge. So when things get ugly, and whether it's from a divorce or company politics or some other kind of drama, which by the way, I don't like drama, I strive to turn the other cheek and simply give people grace. You sure do, Christine. And um, I'm telling you, there are so many things that that make you one of a kind and uh we could go on and on, but I think the three that you highlighted uh, indeed are very, very unique qualities about you, which which I just love. So let's let's tell our listeners about the time when um, when you and I went to visit your parents, right? And your parents, Christine, live on I think it's what sixty acres. You it's got it. Sixty acre. Yep, mm-hmm. it's a sixty acre farm. And more than 50 cows, several horses, donkeys, chickens. (laughs) Why don't you share with our listeners about that visit that we had uh, at your parents' farm earlier this summer? Sure. Yeah. To say that our family uh, love animals um, would be a a severe understatement. And I think the cow count is is possibly up over 70 now. And uh, I don't know how they keep track of all the names. Most of the cows do have names. But anyway, uh, we digress uh, slightly. So early on in our layoff to launch journey, Sonal, you and I knew that we wanted to write a book or a series of books about transformation. So we knew that. After a number of brainstorming sessions, we decided that we wanted to use the art of storytelling to both educate and entertain our readers. Now, neither one of us had ever written a book before, but we have been blessed with a healthy dose of common sense. So we did what any other aspiring author would do. What was that, Sonal? We went away to your parents' farm and did a writing retreat. That's right. And uh, I'm assuming authors do that. We certainly have enjoyed that. 
and we've had uh, we've had many writing retreats, but that very first one uh, really was so memorable and and special. You know, this is an opportunity for us to step away from our day to day responsibilities and really just give ourselves time and space to allow our unique, one of a kind, creative juices to flow. So. You know, we ventured to my parents' farm in Hugo, Oklahoma. I think Hugo is the uh, circus capital of the United States, if I'm not mistaken. Um, my mom had set up two desks for us up in one of the guest rooms upstairs. You know, every day we were we were pampered. We had delicious homemade meals, you know, morning, noon, and night. And lots of coffee, lots and lots and lots of coffee and, and possibly some wine in the evenings. Um, we ventured out of the farmhouse a couple times to visit with all those animals, cows, donkeys, dogs. Um, anyway, I, I'm really excited about our upcoming one of a kind book that we started writing in Hugo, Oklahoma on a one of a kind farm. And it's just another example of us embracing our unique one-of-a-kind characteristics, both as individuals and as our business, the Como Group. Indeed. And Christina, as I sit here, um, listen to you, you know, a flashback, which by the way, it was just a few months ago, a few short months ago. Um, I can't help but smile at the thought that your mother has actually named each and every single one of those, uh, those cows and animals. <laughs> And she actually remembers them all, which is one of a kind in itself. Uh, really incredible. And they truly are um, fabulous hosts. So uh, what, a, what a fun time and what a great writing retreat. And I'll, I'll add to that on the, on the cow name. Not only does she name them, but they know their name. She can go out to the pasture and call a cow's name and the cow comes running like a dog. It's, it's really amazing. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> A number of our friends have asked us about how we were able to launch our podcast so quickly. I'll tell you, this whole experience has been new and exciting to say the least. Above and beyond having an amazing team, we use this incredible tool called Anchor. Sonal, why don't you share a little more about Anchor with our listeners? Well, to record our podcast, The Como Factor, you guys, if you haven't already heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me tell you, first of all, it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor even distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on platforms like Spotify, Apple, and much more. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one easy to access place. Sonal, and to our listeners, this mini series is all about sharing our layoff to launch journey to inspire others to turn their layoff experience into something greater than ourselves. And if I'm really honest, you know, I never, if you would have told me six months ago that I would not only have been laid off, but that I would be telling my layoff story to the world, I, I don't think I would have believed it. But we're doing this because we believe that this can help inspire others to action and to see that this experience, which may feel like lemons, can be transformed into some really great tasting lemonade. Anyway, on that note, Sonal, what do you believe makes the Como Group like no other company in the entire world? 
Yeah, Christine. And before I, I, you know, answer that, I have to say, you know, to our listeners, part of why we're sharing our story about this experience, and I now probably listening to us, and oftentimes it might feel like everything is just rosy out there, but we recognize that it isn't always that way. And part of why we want to share our experience is really to inspire you and let you know that it is possible. But what makes Como like no other out there is you and I, Christine, right? Mm-hmm. It is the power of our combined experience. And we always joke that one plus one equals 11, but it really, really does. There is no other company in the world like Como because there's no other company that was founded by us. Amen, sister. That's right. Applying the Como factor of clarity, ownership, meaningful mindset, and one of a kind, we're truly making our vision a reality. And in just a few short months, we've conducted numerous transformation consulting engagements. We've been able to establish an information center of excellence in India. We've written over 75,000 words so far in the most recent draft of our first book. We've launched our podcast and we're recording our ninth episode today. And earlier this week, Christine and I presented a proposal to the FDA. All of this makes us one of a kind, especially since we just launched our company a few short months ago. And I can't help but just recall as recent as yesterday, an associate that we were you know, in a meeting with used the phrase, she was going at the speed of Como. And again, you know, friends, listeners, We don't share these things to toot our own horn. We're sharing them to inspire you to dream big and embrace your one-of-a-kind selves. And if you've ever thought about starting your own business, we encourage you to keep dreaming big and go for it because there really is no one else in the world like you. And so make sure today you reflect on what makes you unique and one of a kind, embrace it and let your light shine. In our next episode, we're going to talk to you about what it's going to be like to finally launch our company, the Como Group, and what we did in that final stretch before launch day. Until then, to you, our listener, don't forget that you are one of a kind. Never, ever forget that and keep being you.